0: Skate studios behind the mask hockey present College Hockey West Live. Behind the masks, College Hockey West Live is brought to you by the NCHC and NCHC.tv. Subscribe to NCHC.tv to watch the best in college hockey since 2013. Behind the mask hockey shops visit any of our three valley locations or go to behindthemask.com whether you're on ice or in line. Just raise barbecue for lunch or before the game. The best in barbecue. Las Vegas style at barbecue.com. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos. Whether it's Las Vegas or any of our other worldwide properties, an iconic vacation awaits you at any of our destinations. The Spaghetti Shack, classic Italian comfort food, quickly with locations in Tempe and Pine Top. Order online at TheSpaghettiShack.com. Liberty University. Play for something more. Faith, education, and hockey at Liberty.edu. Summer skates, whether our original red or black shower shoes, show your game and style at summerskates.com. By the Caesars Sportsbook app, a proud partner of the NHL. And by College Hockey Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. College Hockey West live from the Summer Skate Studios, presented by Behind the Mask, is a part of the Ice Time Hockey West.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy. Paul Hornstein.
1: Well, good Sunday afternoon in September Labor Day weekend. Scott Strandy with you tonight in Bloomington, Minnesota. My co-host, as always, joining me from that big, beautiful palatial estate out on Long Island, New York, Paul Hornstein. Paul, how is the Labor Day weekend going for you, knowing what lies ahead next week? Um, afternoon. What the
0: hell are you talking about? <laughs>
1: I'm sorry. I meant evening. Holy <laughs> my days, smoke. Are, my days and nights are running together. You know that.
0: You know they have this. Well, usually there's this big giant light in the sky that tells you whether it's daytime or nighttime.
1: Yeah. Well, it was a hundred degrees and humid in uh, right. this wonderful state of Minnesota.
0: Well, what does that have to do with?
1: It, it dehydrated know. me. It messed up my head. I, I'm all confused. I'm running around like a chicken. with my head come out. If you can see how I have my um, phone propped so that I can get, um, not Wi-Fi, but the, uh, the needed, whatever it is, Wi-Fi connection on my phone, you would absolutely crack up laughing.
0: Well, I... <laughs> well... Yeah, I'm sure I would.
1: I have configured some way to hopefully keep me on the air the entire show.
0: Well, you you stay. How am I doing so far? Usually, (laughs) sometimes it's just a matter of being able to hear you.
1: Uh, Yeah, how am I doing so far? (laughs) Uh, So far, you're fine. Don't push it. Okay, cool. That's cool. uh, I
0: usually worry about whether you can hear me or not.
1: Yeah, well, I can hear you um, so far. Okay. <laughs> right. uh, so we got and the head yes, coach from is... the Lindenwood Lions coming on. Um, well, are that's we, always good. Cause are we talking over each though. other or what? Um, is there a delay going on again? Good? So we're talking on each other. Uh, maybe I don't know. Usually, I
0: can tell when you're done talking.
1: Okay, because I'm I'm talking right now, and now I'm done.
0: My, uh, I was asked today, um, or somebody said to me, "So and so wants to know what Labor Day is." I told him the saddest day of the year. Yeah, why is
1: that? <laughs> Go back to work the next day. But why does everybody else need to know? <laughs> I, well, I'm just Love saying it. that I was asked. Love that's it. all. Yeah, I hear it. Well, that Labor Day, going back to work, laboring. Yeah,
0: well, somebody has to.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Well, I can tell you who's laboring right now, preparing for a hockey season. That's the head coach of the uh, Lindenwood Lions, who's going to be joining us here shortly, I think. Um, Rick Zombo is going to be on. And goodness gracious, we're going to have so many things to talk about, but you know where I'm going first, right? I know, and I don't know if he knows, (laughs) and then he's going to find out. (laughs) Well, yeah,
0: I mean, um, and admittedly, it was, I asked you about it because I figured you would know. These are the kinds of things you usually are on top of. Um, I think I have an idea. But I guess we'll find out from the horse's mouth. So,
1: yeah, I'm I'm listening. I'm just uh, I'm connecting with Rick here because he needed a podcast link. So um, okay, that's fine, whatever. <laughs> that's I why mean, he didn't beat you on for the first time ever. Yeah, it is probably. Well, yeah, it is probably is the first. Time. <laughs> it is the first. It would have been the first time ever that that you beat him on. So that's good. That's good. Well, anyway, that's right. he'll be joining us here shortly. Um yeah. our executive producer is on it and uh sending I'm him sure what he is. needs. So um anyway, uh the hockey season is I guess it's underway now, right? I mean, is everybody on the ice yet or are there still teams Paul that aren't are on they? the ice or what's going on?
0: I I can't imagine that there aren't any teams left that are not on the ice yet. I mean, this is as late as school start most colleges if not all of them, went back to classes this week if they weren't already in school. Charlie's been in school for, I guess, a week and a half now, up in Albany. So, you know, um, as far as I know, everybody's back, so everybody's getting that four hours or so on the ice. Or is it more? I don't know. I think it's four hours now. We're going to find out. We're going to find
1: out. Yeah, let's not mess around, because uh, we've got the head coach from the Lindenwood Lions joining us, and Rick, Scott, and Paul, thanks so much for joining us on this Labor Day weekend. And before we get into anything else, how do those new skates feel? That's what we want to know.
2: Oh, my God. Oh, no, 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 no.
1: (laughs) We've been waiting two weeks for that.
2: So so my guys call me rickety-clickety. And they're comfortable. And and every year I get new sticks, gloves, and and that merch – goes to my players i don't like breaking in new stuff but you know how and we have a wonderful relationship (laughs) with ccm and like oh no no you're gonna like these and but today's skates if you look at hockey players now they have no calves it looks they look like an ostrich (laughs) because the boots don't flex at all it's like wearing um a ski (laughs) boot and I tried them two years ago, right? And I had the worst shin splints. And I don't know if you guys have ever had <laughs> shin splints before. No, but it's miserable. Like when you get them, so like I, I'm like, okay, I got to weather this yeah. storm. I'm gonna work this out. <laughs> Just the weight of the blankets and a cover, like light you up when you have bad shin splints. I go, <laughs> no, I'm not going through it again. So, you know, it, it's like Christmas when, when the rep comes in town this and that and the colors and they know the the codes and the graphics so okay i want what he has austin matthews wears these are my two guys wear these that's what i want maybe a little bit too much white but you know it it was entertaining my purchase was entertaining I so, love it. I love it. Like like uh, like. Uh, okay, we're gonna heat them up. I'm gonna go through the whole routine. Hey, I'll heat them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I played. I played dumb. But, oh, how do you do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm r- running my fingernail uh, on the edges, and it feels pretty good. So I, I got a, I got a big package of merch because I'm playing in a Red Wing alumni game. So I don't I don't have any Red Wing red stuff. So I got the helmet and the gloves and the breezers. I got the i got the new helmet on. I, I'm ready to go. Nice. And my legs, <laughs> new skates. My legs almost went out like Bambi. And I go, what's that? <laughs> they weren't sharpened. Oh, you know, they, they, like I don't know this stuff. I, I've had equipment managers that do it for me. And I'm like, oh. So I'm like, that's it. So I went back and put my slippers back on uh, Cinderella Cinderella joined the ball. Yeah, I don't know if I'll get them back on, but you know, I'm good. good. How do you know that? That is awesome. (laughs) That is awesome. Uh, We saw your post
1: on Twitter or X, as they like to call it now. And I said, man, this has got to be something. Rick Zombo is putting on new pair of skates. We all want to see this, um, and then, then you come up with this great story. That's awesome.
2: Oh yeah, no, I, I did the, uh, I did the bubble gum poses with the, the, the new stick and the helmet. You know, the the point the stick and the the, the tripod stand. Yeah, I, I know, I know it sells, but that didn't hit that didn't, that didn't hit the media yet. But yeah, you just saw you just saw the unwrapping. Well, let me ask you. Let me ask this
0: because when you talk about skates, yes. Okay. Um and I know that I've just the odd time that I've put on skates were just whatever they had in there that was close to fitting on my Fred Flintstone feet. Yeah. Okay. Um I'm sure that that you're when you say slippers, I know exactly what you're talking about, but don't they take these new skates nowadays and 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 basically mold them to your feet?
2: They're they're supposed to. So <laughs> um, I used to give my skates to one of my teammates. They would oh, wear know. them for a month and then <laughs> give them back to me. And then we'd also either soak our socks with hot water or put the skates over top of a hydroculator and, <laughs> and cover, Lovelace. you know, with a towel. And that was a really efficient way of breaking in leather. Right. This is all plastic. <laughs> right. And, and I don't care what kind of foam is inside. It is it's just it's not the same. And um but yeah. You know, back when I played, I had a half, half inch hollow. I didn't know the difference. Well, time out, time out, stop. Yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> so so the hollow, you know, the grind, the sharpening grind in in the skate, I'd had a i would okay. had had a half. And and I could tell you if one edge was higher than the other. So I knew if it was a good job or a bad job. Um, my last year pro, I was paying attention. I actually went to a power skater, you know, all this stuff was all new, but I, but I was learning this stuff so that I could pass on to my children. So now I know about profiling, I know about the edges, I know that, and I'm going, oh my gosh, I had too deep a hollow, you know, for the way that I played. Um but but I do know all this stuff. But most important, I know what I like. You know, you you can hand me a Stevie Eiserman stick and I'll tell you that's not a stick.
1: You know, just because <laughs>
2: his name's on it. Right? So <laughs> but, but I know the difference. So, okay, so I play the game. You know, I mean it's
0: we have fun. No, no, I, I listen, I I get it. I I I just ask these questions because these are questions I don't normally get to ask people, and, and it, you know, I ask it when it comes up. Yeah. First of all, as a coach, how many sticks do you actually go through in a year?
2: <laughs> so I have a stick. I've been using a, a Reebok stick that the guys will tell you the era. It's probably twelve years old. Right. Um. It, it does not have any. It's just white. It, I mean, all the graphics have been rubbed off. Right. Um. But now I have. Through the new CCMs, I can't even tell you what models they are, Uh, (laughs) but the curve is similar. But I ask for my name on the sticks, and I haven't progressed to that yet. I just have a basic stick. So they come in, and I like them, and I'll make them work, only to find out that Mark Abney didn't order me the top of the line that the players got. (laughs) I got a substandard. (laughs) But, (laughs) you know, the players dropped a dime on Mark, but I wouldn't have known the difference. I don't know, you know, but I've got three and, and they will last. And it's funny because I, 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 watch So having a relationship with both sides of the stick is really beneficial for being a good hockey player. Okay. Right. Like, like if you have a candy cane curve, like if you hit the sweet spot, you got a rocket, like you really have a rocket. However, From a candy cane, and and I could go all the way back. So when Al McGinnis signed with us in the Blues, Al, uh, I think Al had a, a Sherwood nine thousand, and his curve curved at the hazel.
0: Okay. Well, timeouts. So that now are you talking about the the part of this the the blade that. Connects with the rest of the stick or the Correct. end of the blade?
1: Okay. Correct.
2: Yeah, it, 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 the blade wasn't curved. It, it, it started right at the heel, so when the oh. shaft goes into the blade. Okay? And it's almost like a periscope that looks around the corner. Right. When you learn how to shoot it, it is an absolute rocket. Now, you're not going to shoot 106 miles an hour like Al. So we were doing this, like all of us right shot players were trying Al's stick, and the goalies absolutely hated it because we didn't know where it was going. It is dangerous. You know, Al knows. So, you know what I mean? It's um, So I tried to, and I'll hand my stick to the guys and, you know, try this and tell them how to use it. Uh, to get a player to use a different stick is very 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 it's a tough sell right and i'll take it even further back so when i left college i was a pretty decent player getting points wasn't a big thing but you always think that you got to get points to earn a living in the nhl and adam oates and i were playing together in the minors and i had the mop up of power play which you know 30 seconds don't let them get behind you out of the box in practice, I was the first rookie to get my head shaved because I'm going high and hard. Like I wanted power play time. Right. And Adam convinced me to use a canoe paddle. Get the blade as wide as possible. <laughs> get it as heavy as possible. Because you're cross checking people in front. And also you got a flag, passes down and make and he was a hundred percent correct. A hundred percent correct. I mean my, the, the blade wasn't as stupid and boring as like Barry Melrose's stick, but <laughs> it, it, but you you know what I mean like yeah, you have to use what's in your palette of skills, not because Ovi uses a can uh, you know a candy cane. you know that's Ovi. Right. The rest of the guys cannot
0: <laughs> yeah by the way i've I've noticed very quickly here. When you're talking about these particular, basically "quote unquote" candy cane curves, you've talked about Al McGinnis and <laughs> Alexander Ovechkin. Um, mm-hmm. this, this, they're slightly above. Um, well, one's in the Hall of Fame, and the other might as well. I've just put him in now, whether he plays or not. So, um, you know, uh, I mean, it's just. <sighs> See, because I, I now, because now I want to ask you, because you played with wooden
2: sticks too. I, I did, and, and then from there went the uh, the aluminum shafts with the wood replacement, and and then at the very end, um, it, Easton come out with a, a Z bubble, which was a one piece, right? And when I saw that Dallas Drake could score from a wrist shot at the blue line, I knew something. I knew something was in these sticks. And then it's a matter of understanding the release point of these new sticks. Like it, if you get that dialed in, um, the stick does the work. Well, you're assuming it doesn't break. Oh yeah, they break. You know, retail, the they're, <laughs> retail they're three hundred bucks. The nicest, the nicest thing about it is they're perfectly balanced. Every one that comes in a dozen. They're all perfectly balanced. We're in a wood stick. Ray Bork used to get probably four dozen sticks a week from Sherwood. And he would feel and flex everyone and probably kept eight or nine out of four dozen. It it was, I looked at it and it it was abuse. But that's Ray. (laughs) Ray Ray knew the difference.
1: Once again,
0: there's a, there's a level of these names here and um <laughs> you know you know you know I you listen to Keith Hernandez talk about hitting a lot mm-hmm. and he talks about you can look at the grains on the bat oh yeah and 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 see and and, and you're looking at and you look at a bat and you're like what huh, but mm-hmm. that's why these guys who they are who they are right
2: yeah that's 100% yeah
1: 100% <laughs> So, I started this wanting to know about your new skates, and all of a sudden, we got a lesson in hockey. I love it. Um, Okay, so here's the deal, coach. Uh, We are just over a month away from uh, your trip, your first road trip of many to Air Force. Um, what, What can you tell us about what you've seen from the guys in this very short period of time?
2: I'm excited. We're bigger, we're stronger, and we're more talented. I'm very excited um it's still very we only nobody's played a game yet you know so you might every coach is going to say that uh but we got a year under our belt our our recruiting was very good and my returning players understand a commitment that's necessary they're not we only had seven wins like it's so discouraging that that so after the season's over with or after you you play a competitive weekend that it doesn't have any shelf life you know your record has a shelf life and, and seven wins is dis dismal uh, but the program is all about how committed are you and we had competitive weekends and success to get seven wins due to our commitment and you're either in or you're out and there's there's not enough time to pull anybody along. like there's way too many moving parts and guys carry a lot of pride with them. It is an internal burn. You've been you've been around us, you you've been in our room, not not in our dress room amongst players. Yeah, but it is a quiet drive that is extremely encouraging. So, as much as I look forward to the relaxation of summer, it's not a fun summer because I'm missing the juice of the guys. For me to say that we have five months of summer for improvement i'm not in a weight room with them so i'm very un- every day was uncomfortable and, and I, i'm not that guy that wants to call on them for encouragement or to ask questions to look when they came in we got a whole different team that came in and we've had two fights already you know, we've only nice. had a week of we've only had yeah we've only had two weeks of practice so there's been new players in and players that were expecting that they're in are out it's there's no time there's no time to to pull somebody along it's, it's way too much a commitment. So when I say, how committed are you? I'm happy to this point. But now we have to develop the practice habits. We, you know, it's, um, I, I don't want to overlook. Every year I do the same thing. It's almost like John Wooden. This is how you tie a gym shoe. You wear two pair of socks. You might think I'm an idiot, but as soon as you get blisters on your feet, you won't, so I, uh, that's what we do, and that's that's what we do. That's how you carry yourself, and the, the 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 biggest adjustment now is to hold the players accountable because we're so shallow as far as talent depth. It was one, two, three, four. Everybody out the door, and we accept mistakes, and you know, uh, let's go get them, and. You know, we rewarded an awful lot of effort, but now <clears throat> the focus is on the shoulders on up. It, it, it's the commitment, it's the discipline, and the strengthening of resolve that was not at a level last year, as it's starting now. You you can always calm things things down a little bit but I can't be the only one that sets the environment of excellence in everything we do so we say we can't miss a rep I mean it's a it's a nice it's a nice sports cliche but we make certain you can't miss a rep
0: well you've got again as a, a young team but you've got some guys that have been with you for a year or two now Mm-hmm. And I, I, I assume that that experience and that level of familiarity has got to help you a lot because it's less for you, as you say, it's less for you to do. And now the players have to look in the
2: mirror. Well, <laughs> that's always the case <laughs> that, that the motivation has to come from within. I mean, if you're going to lie to reflection, this is the wrong game because a loser stands out like a sideshow, you know what I mean? Like you might fool yourself or maybe fool somebody that is close to, you know, your backyard, but not in a dressing room. You you can't hide in this game.
1: Okay. So we talked about your schedule a bunch, kind of ad nauseum, but Paul and I keep looking at the schedules, Coach, and uh, when I look at yours and I see – starting on the road as you did last year not quite as much this year it's gotten better for you but man that's a that's a tough start air force at ohio state at st thomas at michigan and then you finally get to come home and get augustana so if i said after uh four weeks is there a number you'd like to be a record number you'd like to be at besides uh
2: that's internal you know, it's <laughs> internal. I'm I was gonna, gonna say, say tell hey, I'm telling I'm Deion Sanders. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> we have different personalities here. No, that, that's internal. Yeah.
1: Okay, okay. Fair enough. Um what what would you like to see though by the time you reach that oh, God, home she, opener she, I, against August okay.
2: So Sony Sony NHL, you gotta get ninety-five points. Okay, you shoot ninety-five points to make the playoffs, right? So ninety-five points is forty-five wins. So you know that's a 500 record. That makes it that, that makes a good season. Making the playoffs in the NHL, 95 points. So you know, put that into a college season. We got 30 games, 32 games, whatever we got. So you guys do the math. I'm no good at. <laughs> I'm not gonna let Paul do it. He's a phys Ed teacher, yeah, but I'm no I can that. do it. <laughs> yeah, divide 30 by two.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm good at time zones Scott's not too good at time zones <laughs> yeah,
2: I know so that right I mean, now that Rick is, and I are in the same one though. a really big sandwich Like a really big sandwich <laughs> and, and everything is Win the next shift Win the next shift And the results will take care of themselves So there's no way I'm going to hang our success On wins and losses That is reflection that keeps my job for the players, that's not their success. Yeah, they're aware of it, but we want to make certain that we're competitive and we win our shifts. And if if you win fifty five percent of your shifts, that's a pretty good game that you've played. Yeah. So that's what you know. That's what I ask out of the guys. But 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 it's so different to them. Okay. So good players are playing fifteen to eighteen minutes a game. You got to win nine minutes. (laughs) That's an easy job. That's not asking much. Nowhere. There's no nine to five or any other occupation. (laughs) You show up to work, you got to win nine minutes. That's easy. So that's what I ask them.
1: See, Paul, that's all you got to do is win nine minutes.
2: (laughs) I'm lucky I stay awake for nine minutes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, we we had eighteen minutes in in a penalty box. That's that's a third of every hockey game. So the discipline and the, the mental toughness and the control, the stick control, and I mean, that's that's got to be uh, worked out first.
0: Yeah, because five on five, you guys were very competitive
2: last year. Not bad, not bad. I mean, oh. like I like playing offense. Well, uh, yeah. Um, and my and my players like playing offense, but when you're on your heels, you got to stop, you know, the, the backward momentum before you can go move forward. And we never got that traction. And, and you know, um, the games that uh, we had leads going into the third and down to the wire, um, we just didn't have anything in the gas. We We, we, we didn't make things easy for us, even though we we're playing far superior talented teams.
0: Uh, I uh, I get it. Like I said, I watched a bunch of it. So, yeah, I understand.
1: Okay. So, first of all, I should thank you right off the get go for the two great polos you got for us. And oh, I'll tell you right now that that Lion logo is uh, making an impression because I've been, uh, geez, I've been in Minneapolis for about four weeks now. Wait, and wait, every-
0: wait.
1: Everywhere I go, that Lion logo is uh, is either looked at and said, oh, I know that. Or they're going like, what's that? So uh, the, the Lindenwood Lions are making their mark. Does it feel that way around campus?
2: Um, And, and I'm sure I've said it so many times. So, so I apologize if I did it on your uh, podcast. It's all good. It's all good. When we we're on the road, the amount of attention that I got was incredible. Um, in the hockey world, incredible. Oh, they haven't seen me. Where have you been? What's up? What is Linwood? And, and then the performance that my players put in, now all of a sudden, they started talking and, and talking more. Um, just, you just go to work. You know, it's, again, I, I think it's important to sell your product but i'm not a carny either you know the last thing i want to do is extend myself and not be able to pay that tab so everybody thinks they have a great team great chemistry great culture um what people don't know is that my grade point average was a three six eight we're gone Every day of the week, other than Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, for a whole season, and my guy's got a three six eight out of four. Nobody talks about that, so I'm going to take the opportunity to talk about that. TSA, hotel maid service, restaurants. It is so easy to air air dirty laundry. It's a challenge for somebody to offer a compliment. I get compliments all the time from my players. And they do that because my players are respectful and it's demanding of them. And that's almost abnormal. And I talk about it daily, how simple things get overlooked. Respect, tradition, shaking hands, how to tie. A friend of mine, we went to happy hour, we ordered two drinks. One had olives in it, one had limes. And this service girl brought two drinks with limes in it. She couldn't get that right. And I said, uh, how do I know which one's the absolute and which one's the Tito's? Huh? And I'm like, holy shit. I lose <laughs> my mind on ignorance. I lose my mind on ignorance. And, and I don't I don't allow it because it's a reflection of our university, it's a reflection of me and this it's got nothing to do with wins and losses. that that stuff takes care of itself. And, and unfortunately, everybody talks about society and the take on the take. They understand it's the give. If not, we get rid of them early. And in a way where I don't have to file unemployment papers. I mean I, I've what I learned this year, is I have to be more soothing with our HR department and it just (laughs) drives me bananas.
0: (laughs) I don't know. Just bring the lunch pail. I I know that's that. Well, listen, and, and and your team is a reflection of the coach and, and, you know, uh, you know, we, we've talked uh, uh, enough over the last few years and, and you know I still obviously, you know, before the first time we talked to you I had to do research. So I I mean I, and I kinda of already knew what kind of player you were. So but you know, you gotta you gotta come ready to work. Bring the boots, bring the, the jeans and and the lunch pail and let's go.
2: Correct. Yeah, correct. So. But 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 um in the summer I could dangle. But you have to understand what the team needs and and be adaptable and intelligent enough to get another shift. And when you do, that grows on the coach. And then it becomes consistency consistency and predictability. And and then once you establish that, then then they ask a little bit more. And then you get more ice time. And then you get the glamour. You know, it's a quarterback's no good unless he's got a good line. So I carved out a niche for myself that an American kid from Chicago, out of all places, that couldn't skate, that was cut every camp he went to, <laughs> played close to 700 games. I mean, you can go to my elite prospects. I got everything but a, but a Stanley Cup. I represented the yeah. country and everything. I get it. And, you know, it's – and. The, the players like the players like all my freshmen i've heard already they've been on YouTube they've been watching my fight they're watching my you yeah, know I'm sure they, did. They, they they didn't comment one time on my 12 goals i don't even know how many you know <laughs> likes i have on on the goals but yeah they talk about it but i have them in the office because i want to know about them and when you reveal yourself and and expose yourself as being vulnerable, but also likable. It's amazing because they're more than just a player on a team that will be eventually be considered an asset. They have special value. And I make certain that I recognize what they bring to the table. And it's, it's just, it's, it's life skills, you know, it's not tennis, it, you know, <laughs> I can't screw. So I cannot screw it up and that's, it's, it's true. It's in my heart. I can't screw it up but We're bigger, stronger, definitely determined at this point in the season and more talented. Now I've got to make certain to turn it into a team. Otherwise it's just a, a, a much better product in practice.
1: Well, you you led me right into my next question because uh, Paul and I have talked about this too. And we've said, you know, you look at some of the Team USA product that comes out now and there's so many talented players, whether it's the under 16, 17, 18, 19, it doesn't really matter. There's so many talented players. But when you're building your roster, and I think you've told us this before, but I think it's worth revisiting. um, Do you want 100, 100, you want 27 Uh, really talented players, or do you try to fit pieces so that you have a really good team where you can uh, have a solid penalty kill, solid power play, four good lines, three good lines of D, and some guys that are competitive pushing for spots?
2: Um, I don't think today's athlete pushes for spots. I'd love to have 25 really, really high-end talented players um, because that's the way I like my team to play. But it, it's, it's more of a vetting system of learning their upbringing and knowing how deeply work has been nurtured in their own household that that's the most important thing to me. What is their work capacity? Because there's not a player in my roster that does not want to earn a paycheck right now. It's all about, they want to play games. I've talked to a couple freshmen. They'd like to play half of the games. Um, Really wouldn't be where my target is or what I would say, but, but, but I guess it's, It's reality, he was very honest with that. And this weekend, even though it's a vacation time, there's film being sent to players, there's text messages being sent to players, watch your practice, watch your body language. Is, Is that a representative of yourself? Just watch your body language. So getting all that straight now, um, is most important to me before we get into the systems, the pairings, uh, the special teams. So the, we've always tried to be ahead of the curve. Like when the Devils were winning the Stanley Cup, now everybody went to a real passive counterattack trap. And then, you know, uh, whatever. You know, everybody's behind the curve. And when you go on the web website today's uh, any website today's athlete, you got to answer why. You know, you got to answer. Well, we're beyond that. It's showing them how. So yes, they'd like to know why. We do why, but we get we di- we're digging into this. Is how this is how you do it because. <clears throat> All these skills are, are skilled. The amount of resources that are available to them, and, and they utilize it, very, very talented. Today's hockey player is extremely talented. But they don't know how to play the game. And, and understanding the momentums in the game, and, and moment, uh, not just the momentums, uh, managing the clock, managing this, uh, observing vulnerabilities exploiting vulnerabilities sacrificing space for somebody else um th- this is this is stuff that's not on the internet there's no buzzwords there's there's not skill coaches that never played And if you keep coming, we got more than enough time to assist you with our resources and provide the opportunity, which means ice time to these kids.
1: Coach, I don't think we've had you on since you uh, brought on Jack Combs as an assistant coach, but I'll have you tell us a little bit about him. But also talk a little about it, if you can, the, uh, the addition of coaches to an NCAA team, I know it's only the second year as an NCAA program, but I witnessed a lot of times when uh, the head coach and one assistant would be running the bench. It's got to be nice now that you have a, a few extra bodies, right?
2: No, no, having okay. more, more, no, <laughs> having having more bodies does nothing. No, it, it, no. It, it, so I've been spending a little bit of time watching Lynnwood football. I've yet to go on to their practice. In football, the head coach is, is uh, the band conductor. Then he has, um, position coordinators then specific coach coordinators. So if, uh, your defense is lackluster, then you narrow it down to linebackers. You hold a linebacker coach accountable and he's out. Okay. So, That's how football works. Now, a lot of these programs, even in the NHL, have the entourage of coaches, okay? Um, Handling uh, uh, the bench, I, I can't explain to my coaches where my mind is and expect them to catch up, and I don't want to hold them liable by just saying that they change the D. So, so I ch- I I change the forwards and the D. Okay, um, so I I do have two bookends on each side of me that have responsibilities other than the chemistry. Of the flow that I want to present when they go over the boards. In that time, my guys, both Kyle and Jason, know by they know, they know the feel of me. Okay, so I'll say a name, and they will address um, <clears throat> the individual correction. Uh, but but more than anything else. It, it, it's the compliments to reinforce a positive action. That is primarily what's done on the bench with my coaches. When I added Jack Combs, Jack Combs' background is he's probably the most talented St. Louis hockey player that never played in the NHL. Probably, and I'm I'm not a, a big roller guy, if not the best, the third best roller hockey player in the country. His offensive skills and the mind of a goal scorer is impeccable. And that piece is very necessary to provide to my players. I just can't say... We need 40 shots. We need 50 shots. You played a money ball game. You know, uh, 900 is a great save percentage. We need 10 shots. Expect to get one goal. Is, that's, that's not scoring goals. Having somebody that can teach the how is essential for us to do what I want our team to do. Doesn't have to recruit. The only time he knows nothing about coaching. <laughs> it's only for trades and more ice time has he ever spent time with a coach. But if if you can score in the coast or in Europe or in America, you can score in the NHL. But to never have an opportunity, you know, that's that's called luck. Right time, right place, be prepared if you get that opportunity. We're very fortunate that we have Jack Combs and and he has a very minimal scope when it comes to um, responsibilities of what I want from him, but it's grandeur. You know, it's, it's similar to a goalie coach, right? You got one goalie that's in the nets, maybe three on your roster. Most goalie coaches, in Division One, our volunteer, mine gets paid because that position is very, very important for me keeping my job and us winning games and allows our outskaters to make mistakes. So that's why I don't want them to worry about matchups and, and organizing line. They, you know, it's they have specific responsibilities that is in their wheelhouse and it's not necessary for them to try to be the jack of all trades.
0: Well, okay, fair let enough. Me ask, let me ask this because, once again, I the, the 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 few years that I played uh, on roller skates, not that it matters because the ideas are the same. Uh, goal scoring is all about being in the right place at the right time and having a feel.
2: You got it. You got it. It, it it's it's the intersection or the relationship or the poetry of two players. it's it's not only the shooter arriving on time but the pass arriving on time. So especially in college hockey, when you have five days of practice with just an abundance of film, there's no secrets and it's it's easy to establish, a defensive scheme and then hope that one team makes a mistake and you can capitalize on it, okay? So I think that is playing not to lose. I prefer to be aggressive and play to win. So to win, you got to score goals. Now, and and I say we're so porous, we gave up a lot. Um, That was primarily through us not having the skill, us being young, and, and the caliber of teams that we're playing. Hopefully, those three liabilities that were used as excuses, we narrow that gap. Now I want to get to the point where we could play the way that i want to play and the timing takes a lot of patience and time because it's not immediate results you know what i mean so you could line a dozen pucks up in your preferred area and hope to score i want to make certain that when, when and if we get one opportunity, we're very confident the goalie has to make a save. That's a whole different mindset. Just force the goalie to make a save. That, that doesn't mean that you're shooting five hole from all over and funneling everything uh, to the net. You, you could have, you could dominate the game in the offensive zone by not having your team have the puck, right? It's called forecheck. It, it's create turnovers. It, it, it's, it's attrition. And players never get tired in the offensive zone. No. Players get tired on a distressed skate, which means you get on the wrong side of the puck, or you got to defend. So to forecheck. Forecheck creates an awful lot of vulnerability. If you were to recapture that puck, because the team has not had the opportunity to structure up. That's what we're working on. And we're working on how to manipulate and, and maneuver opponents in their structure. Like I, I watch teams that play man to man defense. It is so easy to coach. It is so easy to identify. Um, Where the mistakes are, and players that are not responsible for the loss assignment now all of a sudden have alligator arms. I got my guy, and they're unscathed, you know. Um, oh, no, listen, I totally understand. All but, 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 but we don't have the skill to play man-on-man, nor do I think it's appropriate for even the good teams to play Um, man-on-man. To understand the adjustment that's necessary on our offensive game that is presented to us is what's getting worked on as we speak before we'll get into our new game or our first game, uh, first week of October. And it, ta- it takes time, but <laughs> we only have an hour. You know, I'm on the ice, only an hour with these guys. It's not enough. No. So we utilize a tremendous amount of assets because my staff is unreal. It, it, it is just not finding the information. It's getting ahead of the information before it's available for other people to find and having the confidence that you could sell the invisible. That's the art.
1: Good stuff. As always, Coach, we always appreciate the insight and uh, giving us some time. Um, I think I'm going to catch you on Sunday night, the 8th uh, at Air Force. So uh, tell the boys I'm coming to town.
2: Lock the door, uh, coach. You know, I don't think it would be appropriate for you to wear your wood golf shirt uh, <laughs> because you have to be neutral, especially in Frank's backyard. He's a oh no. Oh,
1: oh, oh. oh no. No, no. I'm not going to wear it there, <laughs> but I will be there to watch you guys. Cause uh, I'm looking forward to it. I think you guys are going to have a, a, a really good season this year. And I appreciate the insight as always keep everybody healthy and uh, best of luck until October 8th when I see you.
2: I appreciate it, you guys. Thanks, Thank coach. you very much for the evening. Absolutely. Yeah. That's
1: the head coach from the Lindenwood Lions, Rick Zombo, joining us. Paul and I are going to be back in about uh, four minutes to wrap up another episode, College Hockey West Live. We'll be right back.
0: At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. The point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season, doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind The Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our Three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com.
2: Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegris. And they score on the lacrosse move. Jake Gensel. Gensel banks Gensel. it towards the goalie score. Gail McCarr. Gail McCarr. He scores. Stars on campus before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. Oh my goodness gracious, me. Visit collegehockeyinc.com and follow at college hockey.
0: So you're a few weeks into the season and that brand new equipment bag is starting to get kind of funky. Those sweaty gloves and pads, yuck. Well, there's only so much you can do about it. But when that new pair of summer skates starts to pick up that scent, that's easy. Our customizable shower shoes go right into the washing machine. Then air dry overnight and they're ready for their next shift at the rink. From the Summer Skate Studios, you're listening to ITHSW Podcast's College Hockey West Live.
1: Indeed it is College Hockey West Live. It's our Sunday night show where we are inching ever so close to actual game action where we can start recapping games on Sunday night. But if you can't recap a game, how about you bring on a great coach that can talk the game as good as anybody in the business. Scott Strandy with you in Bloomington, Minnesota tonight. My co-host is always Paul Hornstein out on Long Island, New York. Um, Paul, uh, it does not take long for an hour to pass with Rick Zombo. No. No, it's great <laughs> I learn stuff. God, that insight is just incredible. Uh, I I wanted to ask him about new skates, and he took you all the way through the entire skate process, well, stick that's okay. process, everything.
0: Well, listen, uh, first of all, I asked. Second of all, uh, you know, these, these are things that, the average, uh, listen, the average fan doesn't know. And even a lot of diehards don't know this stuff.
1: Yeah. Uh, and if you think his team won't be ready to play on October 7th when they open up at Air Force, think again. Because uh, he is in game mode right now over a month before the first game. He, he knows what he wants. He knows what he's going to do. He knows how he's going to put them together. And better yet, he's had a chance to recruit NCAA athletes now for the first full season really okay well here's, here's what I'm going to tell you to do first of all
0: um, apparently we have some kind of deal with FedEx
1: um, <laughs> we do we do and I, your um, shirt is in my car yeah and and so is a whole bunch of my other stuff which i assume you'll no, never not get in either. my car you have a pair of summer skates and yeah, you yeah, have I, your I, lindenwood I, shirt
0: yeah I, I assume that i uh, like the other stuff i'll never get um <laughs> here's what you need to do okay um on sunday night is that october 8th october 9th whatever the heck it is, <laughs> Yeah, is you'll have your shirt by then i won't but that's neither here nor there <laughs> <laughs> what you need to do, okay, October eighth, right? What you need to do. Okay, and if you actually were there, get the get the, get the get your get your whatever equipment you have and try to figure it out. And just sit there and let the czar and Zombo just talk for an hour. And that should be this. And that should be the podcast that night. The first weekend of the season, we're just going to make that the podcast. Okay. Well, <laughs> first of all, would you get a word in, Edgewise? No. So what difference chance. does it make? Not a chance. So what the, I mean, and what could be better than a conversation? Between Frank Serratori and Rick Zombo, what could be better? <laughs> Nobody wants to listen to us, no. but that's—you could probably get three pot the whole weekend of podcast out of that conversation.
1: Yeah, you are one hundred percent correct. And break
0: that up into three parts, and you and I wouldn't have to do anything for the weekend.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, good point. It'll be a fun weekend for sure.
0: So I mean, that's all right. What I so think anything you else
1: say. you took away from this conversation right now that you did not know? Uh, from Rick Zombo, heading into tonight.
0: <sighs> I didn't even get a chance to ask him about
1: his team. <laughs> uh, well, he, what, what was he gonna? You knew he wasn't gonna tell you anything. I I asked him about wins, and he wouldn't tell me that. He said it's internal. Oh, that's different. <laughs> that's different. He's not gonna, that. right not gonna. He's not gonna call any players out right now. He's not gonna single anybody to, out.
0: I wasn't looking to call players out. Like for example, last year he had a lot of veteran goalies. This year he's only got one. Okay. Okay, and, and I'm just and last year he made a point, okay, to get these guys some ice time. He's got two freshman goalies uh that he brought in in Ethan Barwick and Adam Johnson. And he's got the returning goalie in junior Trent Burnham. Last year he played though he played all of his guys last year.
1: Last year was different, my friend, no, and I'll I tell understand.
0: you why. No, no, no. I understand that. My point being is, he also had. You know, he had, he had, you know, uh, veteran. You know, he had a veteran, a veteran squad. You know, in terms of of goalies. So, you know, he had. Uh, Salmon Kangas, who was a grad transfer, Matt Ladd, who was a grad transfer. Right? He made sure that those guys all got looks. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. And he told us he was, you know, this yep. year's a little is obviously very different. He's got yep. an experienced guy and Trent Burnham and two freshmen.
1: Okay. And I'll tell you right now, uh, without seeing him on the ice, and hopefully I will see them uh, very soon on the ice. Um I would say both these freshmen are going to have to stand on their heads if they're going to take over a spot from from Trent Burnham.
0: Well, like I said, I mean they'll plop. They'll probably play,
1: but this will be Burnham's
0: net. Unlike last year, where he where he split it up exactly
1: and completely different. Like last year, he yes. had those veteran guys that he wanted to showcase a little bit, give them the opportunity to maybe go to the next level, as well as stabilize their net and their team. Right. This year, he's not going to put that. Responsibility on two freshman goaltenders. No. He's going to put the responsibility on Trent, I would say, and then he's going to have the uh, the youngsters try to learn the game, the the NCAA game, and and contribute when they can. And he'll pick his spots when to play those guys. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, the, I think the rest of the lineup looks really good. I think it all comes down to health right now. But it, teams always change, Paul, a whole bunch between um, like your first year like last year and this year. I think this year when I see them uh, for the first time, I think I'm gonna see a different team than I saw last year as far as confidence. Remember I told you at Minnesota last year when they practiced that first day, they looked like deer in the headlights. They were just like in awe. And then they played that first game and it was like, yeah, this is just a hockey game, just in a different building. And I think this year they know their NCAA and they know that that 500 record they're shooting for, or more, is uh, is going to be attainable. I really do. I think they can get there. Well, you know they they've got they've got a
0: they got a I mean, who you look at their schedule? they play it at Ohio State, at Michigan, at Penn State. Um, they have home and home weekends with Western. Go to Wisconsin. You know, I mean.
1: Can I tell you what, though? I think this team is out. better on, prepared.
0: I'm sure they are. And I don't want anybody mad at me. They also have to go to Tempe. Yeah. I don't want anybody <laughs> to get mad at me.
1: But anyway, uh, I think this team is better prepared than most uh, to play in those hostile environments, if you will, because they did it last year. And uh, a lot of people thought they didn't belong there. And they showed that they did. And this year, I think they're going to come in and say, you know what? Not only do we belong here, but we deserve and we want W's here. And I think that'll be a difference. Rick was just talking about shoulders up stuff, right? Th- that's yep. where this comes in, being confident, being ready to play, not making the mental mistakes. And uh, if you win your shift, as he said, if you win the majority of your shifts, you're going to have a really good chance of winning a hockey game. Uh, listen, you know, um, I'll, i
0: i all I can say is I will enjoy watching them again this year and as much as I can. And if only
1: now we could push them to the NCHC to be the 10th star. I think they're a perfect fit. I really do. I like the location. I like the way they're building their program. I like their desire. I think they fit perfectly. Well, listen, if the NCHC was going to stay the same as they are right now, a 10th team would be perfect, and it would be the Lindenwood Lions.
0: you have to talk to – Heather Weems and Michael <laughs> don't even get me involved in that. I have no problem with that numbers.
1: But I'm just whatever. telling you. I think. I mean, look at them geographically. Look at what they're doing on the ice. Look at their academics. Look at the marketplace that they play in. I mean, yeah. would there be a better fit? I doubt it. I Geo- doubt there would be.
0: Geographically, they fit in a couple of different leagues. So,
1: yeah, but come on, man. They fit the mold of the NCHC to a T. Uh, I'm not right. saying no, I'm, I
0: okay. would be fine with it. I'm just,
1: <laughs> I'm you know, just they, you. they made ASU wait. I'm just stirring up the pot. <laughs> I know you are. All right. Take it away, my friend.
0: From the summer skate studios behind the masks, college hockey West live on the ice time, hockey network and brought to you by Caesars entertainment resorts and casinos worldwide. It's where the action is in the resort or in town behind the mask. Whether you these blades or wheels, whatever your hockey needs are. See our three valley locations or BehindTheMask.com. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, the best in barbecue Las Vegas style at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. By the NCHC and NCHC.tv. Subscribe to NCHC.tv and catch all of the action from the toughest conference in college hockey. The tag creative group. Search T-Gran Rudd on RedBubble.com and let us help you design that one-of-a-kind gift for you or someone special. College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. The Caesars Sportsbook app. Download the app where available, but please play responsibly. FedEx. Simplify your business shipping with FedEx, the official package delivery company of Ice Time Hockey West. And by Liberty University. Over 700 programs of study to help you impact your community on and off the ice. Strengthen your faith at our state-of-the-art campus. See us at liberty.edu. College Hockey West Live, presented by Behind the Mask, is live every week on the Podbean app and available along with all of our weekly podcasts for download at your favorite podcast platform. Search I-T-H-S-W Podcasts, all one word. That's I-T-H-S-W Podcasts, all one word. To find any of our shows, subscribe, rate, and review the shows, or just tell a friend to help others find the podcast. Behind the Masks, College Hockey West Live, and all of our weekly podcasts are part of the Hockey Westcom network.
1: Very well done, my friend. I will say a big thank you for both of us to Rick Zombo, the head coach of the Lindenwood Lions, for joining us tonight. As uh, we prepare, we're just uh, about a month away from uh, the puck dropping on NCAA hockey, and we can't wait. It's going to be a real exciting uh, year. So thanks to Coach Zombo for joining us. Paul and I will be back um, maybe tomorrow night. It's Memorial Day. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Are you kidding? I'm sorry. Uh, Labor Day. My bad. Labor Day. Holy smokes. (laughs) I was trying to cheer you up because I I thought if I said Memorial Day, you'd think you had a whole summer ahead of you. Labor Day. Labor Day is coming up tomorrow. Uh, And then we will move on to another Tuesday night show also. So uh, stay tuned. Good night, everybody. Good night.